are tuning into Rituals Ramp, brought to you by the Sideline Network and distributed by Anchor.fm. Head over to the Sideline Network's new website, streamerlinks.com backslash the Sideline Network. That's streamerlinks.com backslash the Sideline Network. So what I want to talk about is obviously Philadelphia Eagles and what's going on when it comes down to the 2021 draft. Right now, the Eagles have the number six overall pick in the first round. Let's take a look at the past number six picks because I've talked about before how important this pick has to be, especially for Howie Roseman and obviously for the Philadelphia Eagles. So the past number six picks overall, not for the Eagles, just overall. 2020, Justin Herbert. 2019, Daniel Jones. 2018, Quentin Nelson. 2017, Jamal Adams. Howie needs to hit a home run with this. And there have been so many mock drafts. Having the Eagles taking Kyle Picks, tight end out of Florida. Saw that especially come out on uh, Bleeding Green Nation, which is... No offense, guys, but that's a complete clown pick. I almost have no words to describe my frustration in seeing the Eagles with the number six pick taking a tight end. And again, coming from Bleeding Green Nation, a network that prides themselves Unknowing the ins and outs of the Philadelphia Eagles. Again, everyone's entitled to their own opinion. I can understand and respect that. But that's crazy. How can you explain to me how the Philadelphia Eagles with Zach Ertz, Dallas Goddard, and Richard Rodgers... Why would you throw another tight end into that mix? Now, you can say what you want about Zach Ertz, contracts, all those things. I I almost feel like, uh, although reports are Zach Ertz wants to be paid like top tight end money, totally understand that. From what I've gathered from the guy, my own perception of him and... The way he is, I would be shocked if he didn't renegotiate, especially with the direction the Eagles are going. But let's play the two sides of this, okay? We'll play the side that Zach Ertz wants the money. He's like, you know what? I've been putting in the work. I'm top dog. Pay me the money. Eagles are more than likely going to say no. He goes somewhere else. Dallas Goddard is basically a carbon copy of Zach Ertz. Richard Rodgers, he showed up big time. So I don't see why throwing a tight end, especially in the first round, for a team that doesn't seem like they need a tight end. Especially when you don't even know what kind of schemes... Nick Sirianni, new head coach, is going to be running. 
from what we've seen and heard, he's going to tailor his offense around his players. He's not going to come in and go, this is how we're doing it. He's going to customize it to the players that he has. So I don't see a tight end coming into this. I've seen multiple quarterback picks from different sites. Going from Zach Wilson from BYU and even Justin Fields from Ohio State. And that came from CBS Sports. And once again, I shout nonsense. Why in the world would the Eagles who invest who invested, excuse me, into Carson Wentz, or why would they even replace Jalen Hurts with a different quarterback? There's just no way that either quarterback being Wentz and Hurts would not thrive with a healthy, newly coached offense that they would actually have in the beginning of the season. None. No way. There's no way that they would not do well. I saw another quarterback, Trey Lance, second round, North Dakota State University. You kidding me? I almost threw up when I saw that. Why would the Eagles get another North Dakota guy? It's not about what little Nicky wants as quarterback. It's not. He's happy to be coaching. He's happy to to be coaching any quarterback. Not to mention that he doesn't even get a say for the 53-man roster. That's Howie's job. Little Nicky's job is to coach whoever's there. Do your job and coach. Why would they then get a completely different quarterback to throw into the mix? To raise the quarterback competition? That doesn't... It just doesn't make sense. It it really... I I get it if people out there want to just make insane picks and they're trying to get clicks and trying to get likes and retweets and start a little bit of something, but at a certain point, you got to have some integrity, have some sort of backing to go with why you would pick such a lucrative idea as quarterback. It's absolutely poppycock. Jalen Waddle, a wide receiver from Alabama, is what Kuyper from ESPN is having get picked for the Eagles with the number six pick. And even this surprises me. I've heard it time and time again that Wentz brought a trash team to the playoffs with nothing. And now is the time how he magically wants to bring in the top weapon. I don't buy it. What will most likely happen would be, uh, as far as picks go, would be defensive back Patrick Certain, the second from Alabama. I'm personally also looking at Christian Derisaw or even more looking at uh, Teven Jenkins, uh, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma. Or even more what's likely is how he packages packages up a deal and sends that pick out to acquire more picks or to offload Carson Wentz. 
because this, and this is my reason why. Okay. Let's play the analytics game. The number game. This is the first time the Eagles are picking with a top 10 pick since they drafted Carson Wentz at number two in 2016, which they had to trade up for and get. They weren't in the top 10. They traded up, traded up, and they got the second because Cleveland is stupid. And they haven't had, at the, again, they had to trade up for that. As far as having a top 10 pick that they unfortunately earned, you're looking at 2013 Lane Johnson, number four. And in five years, they went to the playoffs three times, won a Super Bowl in one of them. So there's just no way I'm going to buy that Howie is going in there thinking he needs a top 10 player to get back into the Super Bowl, especially if they're trying to rebuild and get back there in three years time. Eagles had a total of seven picks going. Uh, they have a total of seven picks going into 2021. And knowing Howie, he'll want more. I won't be surprised if they come out with 10 picks out of this draft, which they can easily get by moving Wentz and even Ertz. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying I won't be surprised if this happens. Take a look at last year. They took on 10 players last year, all of which saw playing time from the draft. They also acquired 13 undrafted free agents, of which five made the 53-man roster. That's 30% of your 53-man roster. Almost 30% anyway. I'm rounding up to prove my point. About 30% was drafted last year. Howie likes playing chess with the future of the Eagles. Which, actually, no. That's not even true. He likes gambling. He likes playing poker with the Eagles' future. And betting big on acquiring bodies and hoping it works out. 30%? That's a pretty decent number. And if you can do that two more times, even one more time, you do that one more time, this year, this season, again, that's 60% of your roster changed in two years. Then you fine-tune for a second year in. Third year, you make your run. And that runs right along with Howie and apparently Jeff Lurie, the owner of the Eagles, plan for rebuilding. Another note to throw out there, Doug Peterson came in as head coach with the Eagles, drafted Carson Wentz with the number two overall pick for the first round. Chip Kelly, when he came in as head coach and the Eagles drafted Lane Johnson with the number four overall pick in the first round. When Andy Reid came in as head coach, Eagles drafted Donovan McNabb with the number two overall pick in the first round. Before Andy was Ray Rhodes as head coach who drafted a defensive end with the number seven pick in the first round. There's a pattern here. Okay, new head coach, and they draft every other year or every other top 10 pick with a quarterback. They already have their quarterback with Wentz. 
And if they decide to move on from him or he to them, they have Hurts. And if Hurts doesn't work out, well, I guess that's up to the to the next head coach following Nick Sirianni. All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Richo's Rant, brought to you by Sideline Network and, again, distributed by Anchor.fm. Make sure you please head over to the Sideline Network's new website, streamrelease.com backslash the Sideline Network. Also, follow me on Twitter. Hit me up with your thoughts of this podcast and everything else we're doing here on the Sideline Network at the underscore underscore Richo, and I'll rant to you some more next week.